title of the message, The Abiding Love of God. I want the word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit to change your thinking about love. Are you ready? Tonight it's like taking a dive into a spiritual deep pool. For God is love. Are you ready to jump? Turn to your neighbour and say, are you ready to jump? Yes. Speak up, are you ready to jump? Yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> to know God is to know love. And when you know his love, there is nothing that we would call love, call love on this planet that would seem like love compared to his love. If you do not know Jesus, you do not know love. Let's jump. Let's go deep into the love of God. 1 John 4, 7. Beloved, let us love one another. That sounds good. For love is of God. You cannot love one another without God because love is of God. Let the love of God indwell your hearts. Let the love of God abide in you. Let the love of God dominate your heart. What is the love of God? The essence of the love of God is the will of God. It's the word of God. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son the love of God is his will in action. So loves you that he sent his only son, that you should not die but have eternal life. Everyone who loves is what? Is a good person? What a lovely, loving person. Everyone who loves is born of God. God and knows God. That's a definition that's different, entirely different from the world. Young man says to, to the girl, oh, I love you. I love you, you know. But he doesn't know the Lord. But if you love, you are born of God. You know God because God is love and those who are born of him are born into love. Are you with me? He who does not love does not know God for God is love. In this the love of God was manifested towards us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him, hallelujah, hallelujah, oh glory. When the love of God indwells your heart, you live through Jesus Christ. 
Are you ready to go deeper? Turn to your neighbour and say, are you ready to jump into the love of God? 1 John 4, 15. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. Satan wants you to believe that God has rejected you, that God does not love you, but by faith we believe that God loves us. We are his beloved. God is love and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. There is a love according to the scripture that surpasses any type of so-called love of this world. Hallelujah. And the love of God is not fickle. It's constant. Everyone say constant. You know, when you mess up, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you mess up, you don't lose your position of beloved in him. When you mess up, you maintain, you still are loved as a child of God, as a son or a daughter. It's just that you become a prodigal and he's still loving you and waiting for you. His love is not fickle like our love. When we offend God, he responds in love. You know, but when people, you love someone and they do something to you, you get offended, you get angry. Your love is based on your feelings, but God's love is based on his word. God's love is based on his blood covenant upon the promises of God. His love is word based. Our love is feeling based. That's why true love is of God. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. And these three remain, faith, hope and love. But the greatest of these is love. There is a love that is divine. And when you function in that divine love, you will function differently from other people. Your love will not be what other people consider to be love. You will act according to the word of God brought to you by the power of the Holy Spirit. You will speak the truth in love. You will act the truth in love. The word will act through you in love. Amen. Amen. Love, God wants his love to be perfected in us. Perfected in us. 1 John 4:17 Love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this world What does a perfect manifestation of the love of God in the believer mean What does it mean for the love of God to be perfected in us that at the day of judgment we stand before God with boldness. 
What does it mean? But that we believe in the redeeming blood of Jesus Christ has redeemed us from every accusation, from all condemnation and from the opinions of everyone around us because we know that we have been bought with the blood of Jesus and we are bold. We are now no longer under condemnation. Hallelujah. In Christ Jesus, we have been set free from the law of sin and death. We know who we are and we are as he is in the world. We are in him. So when you try to accuse someone who has this perfect love of God, they know that they are loved. Hallelujah. And a person that has this perfect love of God indwelling them live a radical life of love. A radical life of love. Amen. Praise God. Um, I heard the story uh, of my daughter Sarah. She's, she's going through McDonald's, you know, drive through, you know, and... Uh, she says to the cashier, I'm going to pay for the, the meal of the people behind me, you know. And uh, so my mother heard the story of her, what her granddaughter did and she said, but you don't know what type of people they are, you know. <laughs> this is a, a radical love, <laughs> amen. A radical love. Because as he is, the God of love, the word of God made flesh, Jesus Christ in the world as he is, so we are in the world. Amen. Perfectly surrendered to Jesus Christ. He is our Lord. We love God above all else and we do it by making him Lord of our lives. A total surrender and total obedience to Jesus Christ. Human love is feeling based. Human love is feeling based rather than Holy Spirit word based. Human love is a feeling without the heavenly power to achieve heavenly results. Someone's dying of cancer, someone's sick, someone's miserable, someone's suicidal, and you say, I really feel for you. Feelings have no heavenly power to achieve heavenly results. When you move in feeling, you are moving in the flesh. Feelings can be controlled and blocked by demons. When someone is demonised, a spouse, they get demonised, they'll feel no affection and no love for their partner. It's blocked. So when you let your feelings run your life, you are allowing demons to control you and to influence your life. Oh, I'm feeling angry today. I'm going to let someone have it, you know. 
I'm feeling miserable today. I'm going to complain and whinge. And so your, your feelings can be affected by the demonic. Your feelings can be controlled by your situation. Your feelings of love for someone can be affected by the way they treat you. Feelings are not the same as divine love. For example, just an example, could be a man or a woman. But a woman says, I'm going to leave my husband because I no longer feel any love. Demons can block feelings like that and destroy marriages just over feelings. Feelings are fickle. They come from the soul. But the divine, divine love that abides in the heart is constant because it's based on the word and not on circumstances. It's constantly loving, persevering in love towards other people despite the way they treat you. It's not based on this world. Love your enemies. Bless those who persecute you. That's divine love. Turn to your neighbour and say, what type of love do you have? Feelings are subject to idolatry. The love of money. The love of things. So human love can be contaminated by the world. But divine love is celestial. Divine love is pure. Pure love for God. Pure love for people. Constant faithful love. That's the type of love that needs to abide in our hearts and be perfected in us. Human love is affected by, oh, I feel hurt by so-and-so. I don't want to talk to them anymore, you know. Anger, resentment. Human love will be tested by divine love. Human love will be tested by divine love. Because human love gets contaminated. And so God will purify you. He will test you whether you love him more than all else. You say, Lord, Lord, yes, Lord, I love you, Lord. But is it divinely based or is it feeling based? He will test your human love. You with me? Genesis 22.1. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham. And he said, here am I. He said, take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, of which I shall tell you. Verse 9. Then they came to the place of which God had told him, and Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to kill, to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. 
And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it for a burnt offering instead of his son. God will allow circumstances of fire to test you, whether you truly love him or whether you love someone else, a job, a car, finances, more than him. Because God is always intently loving your heart. And when he sees that your heart is one of idolatry, one of unforgiveness, one that's straying from him, he will allow things to happen. And you might think you're all good with God, but you allow things to happen to purify your love in this life for him and for others. Divine love will test your human love. Is it contaminated? Is it offended? Is it feeling-based? Hallelujah. You know the baptism in fire is a baptism in love. Consuming love. Hallelujah. Many people, when they get baptised, when they feel that fire coming on them, they get physically healed. The demons get cast out. You know, they get empowered to do things. It's a baptism in love and power. So God's love is based on his word. Does God love you? Look at his word. I've loved you with an everlasting love. Amen. Look at his word. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing that you are going through, whether it be some terrible curse, sickness, debt, or marriage problems, or work problems, nothing can separate you because his love is constant. Just because you feel his love when you're on the mountaintop of praise doesn't mean he stopped loving you when you're going through the valley of the shadow of death. His love, he doesn't change. Does not change for anyone or anything. He is always loving us. And that's how we need to be towards one another. We need that divine love instead of a feeling-based love. Amen. And God's love has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Now listen to this. Those who criticise the work of the Holy Spirit, those who reject the Holy Spirit, those who say, no, I don't want that, do not know the love of God. They're rejecting the love of God because there is no other way that God shows his love than by his Holy Spirit. He shows his love to people by healing them through the anointing and the Holy Spirit. God had compassion on all those crowds who came to Jesus. Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy, Holy Spirit and with power. And he went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. When people reject the Holy Spirit, they reject the power of God, the love of God to heal and deliver and change people's lives. Your attitude towards the Holy Spirit is your attitude towards love. 
divine love. And you may not like how people look and sound when they get filled with love, but who are you to tell God how he's going to give people love? Amen. When you get doused with the love of God, we had a lady, was it last week? And uh, she was on the floor for t- about two hours. She, her arms could not move and she was doused with the love of God and they had to help her home. We had another lady, they, Michael got, you know those seat movers, you know you stack the chairs? He put one chair on the seat mover, put her on, on the chair and off he went to the car because she couldn't walk. She was so overcome with the love of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise You know, God's love is not like human love. You know, when God comes and gives you a hug, you can be fried until your brain is like, but God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. Amen. Simon, the religious man, he hosts Jesus, doesn't, you know, the Middle Eastern kiss, doesn't give him a kiss. In those days, they're supposed to wash the person's feet because the dust didn't wash his feet, didn't do anything for him. And a woman comes in, a sinner, maybe she was a prostitute, and begins kissing Jesus' feet and crying on his feet and wiping his feet with her hair. And Jesus said to Simon, he who is forgiven little, loves little. You know, you've got to experience the blood of Christ. You've got to experience the forgiveness of Jesus. You've got to experience the gospel to know the joy of love. The joy of being forgiven. Oh man, the religious people who think they're so full of themselves that they, you know, that they're so good and they look down on everyone else and someone else comes in and they confess their sins and they weep before God and they start shaking and crying and screaming and get delivered and they walk out full of joy, you know, and the religious person's like, well, what is this? Yeah, that person encountered Jesus Christ and you know him from afar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, it says that Jesus had compassion on the multitudes and taught them. Everyone say, and taught them. I don't know if you heard that. Someone comes to you and they want to tell you all their problems. Maybe what you need to do is preach to them and teach them the word of God in the power of the Holy Spirit instead of listening to their dribble. Why not preach to them the love of Christ? That's what they need, the word of God. Empathetic listening. But what does it do? Speak the truth in love. You know, we can bear witness to the truth in love and see people set free 
see people instantly changed, you know? And Jesus had compassion on the multitudes and he taught them. People's greatest need is to hear the word of God. And he sent his word and healed them. His word can radically, instantly change a person's life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just thinking, my elderly mother, she's now 88. So uh, anyone up there? Anyone up there? No. Anyway, so uh, she's got a good friend and she says, oh, Mark, come over and, and uh, pray for my friend, another elderly lady. So uh, that the doctors were concerned she had cancer because there was bleeding or something. Anyway, so, um, so I sit down and I said, well, let me go and talk to the Lord. So I went off, came back, and I said, um, you've got a bowel polyp that's bleeding, that's it. And the power of Jesus Christ came on that lady and this elderly lady is sitting in her seat and she just slides off her seat. <laughs> she goes to the doctor, nothing, nothing, nothing. What she needed was to hear the words of Jesus. You've just got a polyp. That was it. Goes to the doctor, no cancer, nothing. Praise God. Some of you have learnt to listen too much. You need to speak the word of God in love. That's what Jesus did. Amen? I know I'm going against the grain. I studied psychology and studied empathetic listening. You sit and listen to people. I'm not saying to be unloving, but sometimes the most loving thing you can do is speak the word of God in truth to someone, see them delivered and healed, made righteous. People can share their problems all the way to hell, you know? Speak and act in love. When God is working on us, he's working on us by his word. You see, the essence and center of divine love is the word of God and the will of God. Amen? So when, when, when the word of God abides in our heart, our life is not run by emotions, by feelings, it's run by heaven's will, by his word. It's the spirit life, the life that we walk in the Holy Spirit. It's a life of love. Amen? It's not a normal life. It's not a normal love. It's a divine love. Paul said, the love of God compels me. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. The love of God, when it's burning in your heart, will compel you to do the work of God. Amen? It's a radical love, you know, sets you on fire. Hallelujah. Let me tell you a story. Is it all right? So I'm in Indonesia quite a few years ago. I went to a church. Church was not doing well. A lot of empty seats. Nice chandeliers, but a lot of empty seats. A village church. 
And the Holy Spirit located a woman at the back of the meeting. This is probably 2005 or something. And uh, she begins to melt under the fire of the Holy Spirit. And uh, so she left the meeting and she had breast cancer and was instantly totally healed. And that woman was so filled. You see, when God heals you, it's not just for a physical healing. That woman was an evangelist and she went out preaching the gospel all over the place. And then the next time I went to this city called Palankaraya, uh, the pastor met me at the airport. He said, I want you to come and see my church. He said, it's overflowing, it's full of people. That woman who got healed went out preaching the gospel and now the place is full, hallelujah. But you know, there are some people, you, you come to these meetings and you just come for a healing. It's like you go shopping, you, you know? You come for a healing, whereas what God wants to do is perfect the love of God in your life so you'll burn with his love for other people. You'll have a divine love. You know, God, God will do stuff. He'll heal you, he'll deliver you, he'll bless you in incredible ways that his love might take control of your life that you may not live your life by human love, but by divine love, by the love of Christ, so that you are in this world as he is. Amen. So that this love will just take control of your mind and your heart. Hallelujah. So that when you turn this way, you turn that way, you're directed by the love of God. Amen. Praise God. Did anyone jump tonight? Anyone jump into the love of God? What a love, you know, what a love. A love that locates autistic children and people with cancer and a love that just is incredible. A love that takes the sin of a sinner and redeems them and forgives them and cleanses them and makes them as white as snow. Hallelujah. The love of God in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Just turn to your neighbour and say, you need to jump. <laughs> jump into the pool of God's love. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to ask you a question. Have you grieved the Holy Spirit? When God wants to move in his love and you say not now, no, or you're critical, when God wants to do things in his love in your life and to others and you resist, have you grieved the Holy Spirit who's the spirit of love? Why not ask God to forgive you? You know, God loves you with an incredible love and he's jealous for you. And when you sit in front of, you know, the television, you're entertaining yourself with the kingdom of darkness. When you're looking at worldly things, you offend him, you grieve him because he loves you. When, you know, he poured out his love for you at Calvary to simply forgive you of your sins. But when you hold resentment, grudges, uncontrolled, unforgiveness, anger towards others. You grieve the Holy Spirit of love 
because he comes to perfect his love in your life. But these are the things in your heart that grieve him. Let's take a time to repent right now and, and ask him to perfect his love in our lives so that we might be like him in this world. Amen. If you've just come for a healing, you're wasting your time. Jesus comes for your soul. He comes to perfect and sanctify you. Amen. Amen. Take, take this moment and just confess to him if you've grieved the Holy Spirit. He loves you dearly. You are precious in his sight. Father, just begin to talk out loud to him. Father, Father, forgive us. Cleanse us, Lord. Cleanse us by your blood. Lord, we open our heart to you. Is there anyone here who would say, Jesus, forgive me, cleanse me, wash me. Lord, I'm sorry for my sin, for grieving your Holy Spirit. Perfect your love in my, wife, in my life. Lord, I forgive. I forget the things that have been done against me. I choose to bless those who have hurt me. I choose to love my enemies. I choose to love you above all else, above my house, my money, my possessions, everything, Lord. I choose Jesus. I choose love. And Lord, forgive us for the way we treat other people. Forgive us, Lord, for our anger, our offence, for the things that we allow in our lives to divide us from others, to cause disunity. Father, forgive us in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, love looks beyond beyond the evil spirit that's affecting the person, that's causing them to be offensive, that's causing them to be angry, that's causing them to do the stuff and say the stuff. Love looks beyond and sees the soul of the person and makes a decision, I'm going to love you and love you and love you and love you because that's how Jesus loves me, a sinner. He just kept loving me. Amen? Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm going to keep loving you. <laughs> Amen. Praise God.